Instagram or Facebook or whatever. We got the uh, link there as well. But mainly today, I want to focus on a few different things. Understanding the market trends and objectives of your niche market. A lot of people, you know, they want to do it their way. They're, you've got this wonderful idea, especially my creators. We have a, a great idea of what we want to do, and we have our way of doing it, or we find someone who may very well have already had a similar or same business, uh, rather successful or not. But, you know, it everything don't work the same for everybody. Um, so we're going to talk about finding your niche and finding your your audience your target audience, also um, your pro- your proprietary skills. I got people out here, uh, a, a very particular skill set, and they, they don't utilize that. They try to go into something that sounds or seems to be more beneficial um, due to the um, what's going on in the world right now and what people need or, you know, like everybody want to be in the real estate. But if you're not really a real estate person, it may not work for you. Make sense? Right. So let's think about, you know, really finding talent to your niche and then your your actual skill set. I'm not saying don't get into real estate, but, hey, maybe not full time because they may not be for you. Um, I started out in commercial real estate doing some things. wasn't for me. That's just – that wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Um, I still dib and dab a little bit on some of the things that I do, but that for me, what works. What am I sure comfortable? What do I love doing? And that's where I, I had to hone in on that to, to become successful in any kind of way or even make any money, you know. So um, next I also want to talk um, more. And I'm going to jump back into some of these things I'm just highlighting right now. But investing in the right people. Uh, everybody's not going to have the best interest in your business. Remember, it's your business. It's your dream. You're going to be the most motivated out of anybody you know ever. You know, it's your business. So make sure you invest in your employees. If, you, if you're if you someone that's going to take on a team of employees and you want them to work, invest in them and make them feel like they're a part of the business. Make them feel like they're contributing to or have some kind of growth or investment in it. Otherwise, you're not going to have a good success right there. Um, and I'm going through my – this is just my checklist, my intro. Um, trying to stay live on Instagram, but um, <laughs> you cracked off. But also consider bootstrapping your business in a creative way. And I wanted to say, I know a lot of people out here may have already bootstrapped their business, and I'll get into what bootstrapping is in more detail. But um, in a creative way, by you know having one thing, I'm gonna kind of jump into why I have more than one business. I had no intentions of having more than one business. Um, I had no intentions of starting both of my businesses at all. These were no dream, big goal of mine at all, but it made sense. And I do what makes sense, right? So next you want to be prepared for challenges um, and handle them gracefully. A lot of times we run into loopholes, challenges, stressors, and we give up. We give up or we slow down. We I see a lot of my customers constant. They'll be gung Oh, and they'll, you know, just to get the LLC, like, I'm going to get my LLC, I'm going to get my corporation, and you'll get that part, and then you'll slow down. No, 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 no. Do not, do not let the challenges of the world, because when you're trying to progress, and you're trying to do something good, and you're trying to 
come up, trust and believe, please, by all means, understand that the devil is busy and he w- you will get sidetracked. Something will happen, okay? So don't let that take you off your track, right? And if you don't know, like if you have a consultant, I do realize a lot of people don't see the point in working with a business consultant. It don't make sense to them. And I get it. I understand. I didn't understand it either. In the beginning, it was just one of those things like, why do I need a consultant? I can do this myself. And it's not about that. As a consultant, um, a good consultant, you don't, we don't, we don't come in a handhold, but we come in and share experience and, and resources and organization and help to hold you accountable. A lot of times we feel like, oh, my girlfriend, Kiki, she's going to keep me accountable. You know, she does. She pumped me up or whatever, but she run her own business. That's a red flag right there that she's running her own business. If she don't really have time or she's not committed to reminding you to stay focused or stay on your job. So think about it. Just really think about what, you know, having a business consultant can be. And again, I'm not going to say all business consultants are good or everyone is going to work for you. I do believe it's based on personality and, you know, um, how, how to actually, how to actually bond or, or connect, how you connect with someone, because it's not really about, okay, I got a business consultant. You can't expect them to be accountable for your business, right? You need to be accountable for your business. Now, I set reminders and I tell my customers, I tell all of my clients the same thing. Listen, I'm here to support you. So if there's something that we're working on, I know you're busy because I'm busy, right? We're both busy. We're both business owners at the end of the day. And I set reminders and I say, okay, well, I'm going to follow up with you on Monday about this. I'm going to follow up with you in 30 days about this. And we're going to discuss it. So what we need to do is make sure we we hold each other accountable for that follow-up. We hold each other accountable for the next step. I'm dealing with people right now who who like, okay, I got this and I got that together but what's next you know a lot of times what i'm seeing is everybody's starting to think it's financial let me get you know i got my llc let me get build business credit you know and i blame social media i love social media but i blame social media for that because that's not the goal that's i mean it's a great objective to have but that's not the goal and it shouldn't be the goal you want to join in you have a question please feel free to tap in 515-605-9364. And let me see. I'm going to make sure this is um, pushing through Facebook as well, all of my pages, because this is something that y'all need to hear. This is something that's funny because I do a a 20-minute free consultation. A lot of times people think, again, they don't need, uh, um, they don't need a business consultant. Okay. <laughs> it, this is not a force-fed opportunity. I'm not doing this to, you know, because I've realized everybody's not my target audience, and I get that. You know, everybody's not my customer. Um, so let's go back. Let's go back to the top of my, my list here, and um, I don't know. I feel like Instagram is going to shut off because it wants to be. So I'm not going to even keep getting up messaging Instagram. Not today. Not today, Instagram. Um, 
as I sip my coffee, uh, understanding the market trends and objectives of your niche, right? Let's talk a little bit about it. Understanding the market trends. Let's start doing A lot of times we go into business, we have an amazing idea. And I know it's 2022 and you could do what you want and, you know, everybody's doing the same thing, but baby, it's not a you. They not you. <laughs> I watch you TikTok. But I do understand that. But understand, I need you to research the trends in that in your particular niche. Find out what people are doing and how they're doing it. I'm a firm believer that it could be a million people doing the same thing on the same block at the same time of the day. But you're going to have people who come directly to you, who want it from you. You know, we sell trust. We sell relationships. We sell bonds. We don't sell a service or a business or an object. People buy from you for a reason. They, they choose to come to you, especially in a service industry. They, choose, they chose you for a reason. Keep that in mind and make sure that your business, that you're delivering what's trending to your customers. Your, you want to make sure that you're not you're not selfishly pushing your business objectives on other people, um, whereas it's about you because it shouldn't be about you. Even as a consultant, it shouldn't be about you. And I know a lot of other consultants in different niches and offering different things and do things differently. And I, I get it. You, you should. Don't do it the way I do. This is my setup, right? But the thing, the one thing we have in common is we watch the market. We watch the trends. We figure out what's, what people are talking about, what, what's the need, the current need. When I say market trends, I mean the, the current need for today. What do people need? People are wearing bomber jackets or uh, fashion socks or, you know, a lot of the um, – color chemars, I can get it, I can go all day, you know, with the different trends that are happening in different, in fashion and um, and the different, this social media, what what are they using right now to promote business, um, depending on what type of business, like what's, what's happening, what are they doing, you got to study these trends, we can't get comfortable saying I'm making money, so this is it, I'm going to continue to do it this way. No, it's all about continuing to pivot, to grow in your market. Make sure you have an objective in your niche, right? Make sure that you say, okay, I'm going to focus on this. I, I'm a person that I do a lot, I offer a lot, but my focus is definitely on helping a person get their business running first, right? First and foremost, before you start to promote and market, as much as I love marketing, I can't. We can't market a bad business. We can't market an unfinished product. We can't market you if you don't have your business in order. There that way, and I'll be the first to tell you. Like I hear you, and I hear you on a website, but do you got your business in order? And that's okay. Make sure your business is in order. Make sure you understand the trends. Make sure you're delivering what people want. You can't force something on people that they don't want. It's changed, and you wonder why they go to they move on to something different. It's literally because 
there's something different out there. There's something that seems like it's better, whether it's better or not. Stay with the trend. Stay with the trends. At least acknowledge that trend when someone walks into your office or um, you're you're having that con- that first conversation. I do a lot of consultations first. Um, I'm picky with, when it comes to who I'm working with because I do, again, realize that everybody is not for me, and I'm not for everybody. I'm a realist. I'm very open and honest. I never even got out here to do webinars or uh, workshops, really, because I feel like I would be talking to the wall, depending on who that who who the crowd is, who the audience is, you know. And I'm getting more comfortable with sharing this information. But at one point, I'm like, no, like I'm not doing going live to talk about business. And you know, I felt like, shoot, 14 years, I'm still learning, I'm still learning. What can I say, you know? Um, and, you know, and, and we're around people who are more successful. Um, and not for nothing, not that you're doing it wrong. You may be doing it slow. I worked a full-time job for many years. Um, I started my business because I had to. I, had, um, I went full-time in my business. I uh, started my business back in 2010 on paper. Actually started becoming a consultant in 2008. I became a consultant, more of an administrative consultant to businesses um, and back in 2008, uh, full-time. 2010, I became legal on paper, became a legal business, made myself an a entity. Um, and 2017, so look at the years. 2017, I actually went full-time, just let it all go. So I was still bootstrapping. I was still working a full-time job, um, being a mom. And, and year, I did have flexibility because I was able to take off, take some time because I wanted to be into the schools. I wanted to be in there. You're not going to tell me my kid having a problem in school and I can't take off and be there because there's jobs that I can't. So, you know, I kept it so my life could be a little flexible and I was able to achieve that from, during the time my, my children were growing up. They grown now. They don't need Now I can But, you know, 2017, towards the end of their high school years, I um I decided to go full time, full speed ahead. And it's it's been it's been a challenge. Challenge, challenge, challenge after challenge after challenge. Um, it's a learning experience. So again, if anybody wanna join in that any questions, share with the story five one five six oh five nine three six four. I am Jamila Larry, uh also known as Nina Capone, owner of my business consulting industries radio. Um, any anytime mailbox um, operations we do here, we yeah. No one. Needless to say, this is my biz talk on uh, YouTube. You can check us out there. You can check us out many other places. We are also on um, on uh, iHeartRadio and a million other places. So you can definitely check us out. But start with Industries Radio, of course, and you can download the episode ready to listen in. But I'm going to go on to my next topic. And what are your proprietary skills? This was, uh, so with my nine to five was, you know, IT, information technology. I was, that's what I did every day. And in my heart of hearts, I love IT. I love, you know, doing technical support and teaching my staff how to implement technology and to to be 
supportive to a, a, a big staff, even bigger staff, the staff that we actually supported. So I realized that I had um, a niche for, I would say, customer service, working with people, and I enjoyed it. I had patience. I was able to, you know, load programs and sit for long hours while this happened. I was able to really uh, support people through processes and change, change management. If you're familiar with IT, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I did well in that field. Um, I enjoyed it. I was I was pretty much happy for the most part. And so, like, I made enough money, but I was in a good state. But um, I also had that, that business ethic. Um, and I'm going to say, I really received that from having multiple jobs, different jobs, different, having different skill sets um, from work. So one of the things on my young entrepreneurs or my young people who are looking to become an entrepreneur is to figure out your proprietary skill set. And I say that because you find out what you're really, really good at. And I could just say that, right? But I like to use the big word proprietary skill, right? So, but Find out what you're really, really good at and become an expert there and then build around it. So what you want to do is you want to find what you're extremely great at and become a, and call yourself an expert. I think we, we as experts or business owners, we, we tend to shy away from being the expert in our field or in our niche. Be, be that expert. Don't be afraid to be, because you are an expert in your own right. You know, especially, I think um, I, I watch a lot of baking shows and, you know, they don't feel like they're good enough. And I'll be and some of these cakes be amazing, especially the ones that look like something else, you know. And I just feel like, you know, kudos to all of the bakers who are out here now, because I see a lot of ladies and gentlemen on um, TikTok or um, Instagram who's posting food, it's food, all kinds of food. Like, you're really a chef. You're an expert chef, and they don't take that kind of credit, or they don't really even do nothing with it. A lot of times they're just doing it for fun. And, you know, you should definitely utilize that to create an additional income. Sometimes you don't care. You're good at going to work every day, and this is just your, your relaxation. But if you're not making a, a bunch of money and you're unhappy with work, then think about what your proprietary skills are, and let's get those in motion. Again, if you want to tune in, tap in, 515-605-9364. I'm Janella, um, business expert, consultant, technology expert, marketing, you name it, for the entrepreneurs today. I wanted to have an open conversation. I just want to talk about it. Again, I don't usually sit, and these are not my topics. I usually pinpoint something else, but the, today I just wanted to talk about business. Um, next, let's, let's jump into investing in the right people. This is a fun topic um, because I think a lot of couples, you know, um, I'm going to say they, things will, can easily go south if this is if starting a business is not a two-way street, right? Um a lot of times we start businesses and we look for our partner to be in 100% and they're not, not even interested, right? They don't, that's not, being an entrepreneur is not for everybody. As much as we would like 
to have a family business or have our people be a part of it or your husband or your wife be a part of what you're doing, they're not going to always show interest. Um, I watch this a lot. Uh, and I always tell those people, you you know, you can really benefit from having a consultant because you need to fill that, that need of someone's on your side, someone's listening. Um, there's multiple reasons people get a consultant. It's not just for even guidance. Some people got it all together, but having that consultant really helps them to reassure themselves to help pivot because when it's time to pivot, that is that can be a challenge. Um, but just having the right people. And, and I say that from top to bottom, the right partner, you know, ladies, ladies, if you are a bad judge and character when it comes to men and being in a relationship, get you a consultant. <laughs> I'm not saying leave your man, but get you a consultant um, to help keep you focused, to help keep you accountable, um, to help keep you motivated. Um, unfortunately, you know, in those cases, we can end up in a relationship and just not care. You're just doing something. Or you have, you know, fellas, you have a female who who just think you put too much money into doing your business and not them. Or, you know, they want you to make more money because, you know, as a business owner, you're not going to always make that top dollar every month or every two weeks like you will when you get a paycheck, it's going to fluctuate. It's going to change. You're going to have times when you need to invest more into the business or less into the business. You're not, your profit's not going to always be high. Your profit margin is not going to always be what you want it to be, right? So you got to make sure that you and your partner is on the same page. That could be stressful. Um, being in a relationship and trying to have a business could be extremely stressful because you may have your your goals set, good, you ready to, to get it popping and all that good stuff. And then, you know, your partner is like, you don't spend enough time with me. And you're like, i got to be here and get this done, you know. And this, this goes for any kind of business. Like, I don't care what kind of business you have. This is something that can affect you no matter what. And, you know, a lot of times we like to say, oh, my partner is, you know, my partner is definitely supportive because they – they give you kudos, but do they help you when you're down, when you're having a bad day? Do they help motivate you? Do they wake you up, make sure that you you off to the store, the office, or whatever, or to your conference on time? Um, you know, are they, this is a big one for me, are, are they not stressing you out right before you, you're about to do something? For me, I'm public-facing. My business is public-facing. Um, I'm in the face of owners, um, maybe the public if I'm speaking, if I'm out on the radio, so no matter what I'm doing, I'm public facing. And the last thing I want to be is in a bad mood, right? The last thing I want to be is in a bad mood. And, you know, I ask my, anybody that's dealing with me, whether it's my children, my partner, just can you not right now? <laughs> can you not get on my nerves right now? Can you not stress me out? Like, don't come to me with no argument right now. Don't come question me about something that just, like, if that's not relevant to what I'm about to do. Like, let me keep my energy up. Let me keep my personality going. Let me keep the smile on my face. Until last time I'm done, then I'm all down. Let's fight. Let's argue. Whatever we're going to do. But don't do that to me before I get on air. Don't do that to me before I go walk on this stage. Don't do that to me before I go in here to see this client, right? 
there's a time and place for everything. And you want to have people around you who help motivate you and keep you in a positive space while you're building or, you know, while you're trying to, to get it together. Because the last thing you need, the last thing you need is somebody who's going to be a downer, who's going to bring you down when you're trying to stay focused and stay up, right? Hey, Greg. Of course, I left it on the other side of the room, and I'm sitting here on air. Hopefully, ain't nobody texting me about no um, show when they can call me on the show. But, you know, it's just, it's so many things that comes to mind when it comes down to to picking the right people out. You know that I talked about relationships and, and your significant other and having a partner in this. Um, talk a little bit about your employees, Okay. And I was an employee for a long time for a lot of different companies, some major companies, some really big companies, and, you know, HQs, and very popular companies as well. And what I realized is I didn't have any interest in their business, right? I didn't – I wasn't interested in what they were doing, per se. I wasn't interested in being there for the long haul. I didn't want to uh, retire from their business. I wanted to retire from my business. I wanted to get up every day and build something that belongs to me, something I can look at that would be about me and what I have and what I want to, you know, really put out there to the world, not what they wanted, you know, so – I knew, I knew right then and there it was time for me to start my own business. I really became unhappy in the workspace, and you know my energy was off. My, and I started losing a certain energy as an employee. I needed to be interested. I needed to have something that I knew would benefit me. I knew at any time, at on any day, at any moment, they could walk out to me and say, "Look." Today's your last day. We've gotten what we needed to get out of you, and thank you for your service. You know, I work for the government. <laughs> so you're either active or not active. You always work for me, whether you like it or not. But you're either, if you're active, you're active. If you're not active, you're not active. And when your services are no longer needed, they you can't stop you at any. I don't care what you're working on what type project you got going on or well you're doing and how much they they say that they like you when it's over it's over on the go on the go trust and believe you locked out of everything and i think it takes some people to feel that to understand what i'm saying that wasn't mine it wasn't mine it wasn't mine to be upset about it wasn't mine to pack up and take with me i started i i changed my mindset. I didn't decorate my desk. I didn't go buy a bunch of cute stuff to put on a desk that didn't belong to me. I didn't decorate my space. I made it comfortable, but I didn't go out and spend a whole bunch of my money on putting on this desk to make it look all cute when I had visitors there because it was work. It was just work, right? So, and I say this to say, make your employees, find a way to make your employees feel invested in the business to feel like this this is some kind of investment in them you know 
It rather you're helping them to, you know, focus on a part of maybe their dream. Say, look, you know, I give my my employees a five year plan. Like, if you're gonna be with me, be with me for a couple of years. But I expect to see you grow. If I don't see you growing, then I wanna I wanna let's talk. Let's talk. I had one employee who's been with me for four years, with me for four years, and before his resignation, he gave me a heads up and he let me know that he was starting his own agency. And I was like, wow, he was one of our um, he's one of our graphics. No, no, no. He was my project lead. He was my project project manager, one of my project managers. And he was with me for uh, the long haul. You know, he was just in it. And he wrote me an email, just let me, giving me a heads up. Hey, Jamila, I'm leaving soon. Um, and he actually worked, kind of worked with, for me, but through an agency as well. Um, and I'll get into how I get my food, but. He uh he let me know, and he told me what he was about to do, and I was so happy for him because I shared a lot of how I did things with him, and you know if he was to shoot me an email and ask me for some advice on something, I was look I'm more than open and happy to give my employees any information. Um, and all of my my staff they work from home, so you know it was just kind of a it's a laid back atmosphere, but he wanted to do something bigger, and I was like listen. I'm happy. I don't know who I'm going to end up with, but and I pray for myself. Oh, goodness. But, you know, I end up with, he rolled everything over so smoothly. We had another um, person lined up and ready to go. That two-week transition was amazing. The new person is phenomenal, jumped right in, understood me, deal with me, because my project managers are my lead people. And for my company, I need them to understand me because I could be in 10 different places. So I want to make sure that my employees are happy, um, whether they're a full-time employee or a contractor, their employees. I want to make sure that they're comfortable, they're working with me, they understand what I'm going through on my my emotional days. Some days I just, I'm not tapped in. Um, and I need them to be able to pull out of me what they need or, you know, we go back and forth. Actually, through, you know, this is 2022. We do everything by email. A lot of times we don't even, I mean, it, I can go weeks without talking to my staff on the phone. Although we talk uh, via email or Skype or whatever, we may not have a, a verbal conversation. Sometimes we just, we all work and we all got stuff to do. So sometimes those verbal conversations don't happen. Otherwise, here we do. We have a quick verbal or they listen to me talk. But nonetheless, you know, that uh, making sure that they're having their their time, you know, that work-life balance is everything. It's everything. It's so meaning for me. You know, I like companies where I can buy in and get something out of it, know that I'm getting stock, a stock option. Um, I can invest in a company and still continue to invest while I'm not there. One of the great companies I work for, <laughs> I had to say it's a great company. Everybody was hurting. It was a, I worked for Comcast. And when I left Comcast, you know, I had I invested while I was there and had some stock options. And I thought it was cool. Because, you know, I felt like the owner. I felt like I had something and kind of opened my mind up to other things. Um, and I said, at some point, I want to make sure that my customers, you know, my, my employees are able to invest in something, which is why, you know, I'm in a process of creating NFTs um, and making my company an NFT as well. So just being able, and I encourage this to everybody, if you're not 
100% familiar with how this all works, then you, we could definitely, I'll be doing some more, um, what do we call it, shows, topics, whatever. I'll be doing more conversations about uh, NFTs and how all this stuff works and investments and all that good stuff. But nonetheless, you know, give your employees something of value. Deliver something of value. Um, so, you know, the time that you put into them, the investment, because when you have someone that's working for you, you're investing in them. You're investing in, in them a lot, and they're investing in you. And I think a lot of times as Business owners, we forget that they're investing in us as well. They're out here helping us to make our dream come true. And we forget that part. So we want to make sure that we invest in the right people and the right right people are investing in us. We don't want anybody around us with bad intentions, um, negative uh, vibes, unmotivated. Like, we don't need it, right? We don't need that at all. We need people who are excited to come in. And, you know, I think we all go through the notion of hating our jobs. Shoot, I work for myself and drag in here some days and be like, I don't feel like it. But, you know, this is a space that you got to put yourself in. It's all about where you are, where you're putting yourself, um, how you stay motivated, right, how you, how you vision your business to be. I don't really like doing podcasts, but I know I need to do podcasts because I need to get the word out because this is not only marketing for my business, but it also helps people to connect with who I am, my skill set, my knowledge, um, additional information that I need to share uh, with everybody, not just, you know, my customers who come in to see me and have and already locked me in as their consultant. Um, I got a lot of information out there, and I do realize that a lot of people are, are kind of skeptical when it comes down to having a consultant because it just might not, might not make sense. Again, I, I just been going on and on. Y'all can definitely tap in. Give me a call, 515 605 9364. If you have questions, I am live. It is March 20th, 2022. The time is now 3 39 p.m. I used to be better than, than this. I don't know. But I ain't been on air for a long time. So I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Um, the topic of today is business startup conversation. We are just having a conversation. I'm having a conversation. I ain't no callers calling yet, but. It's cool. You ain't got to talk to me, but as long as you're listening. So we talked a bit about understanding the market trends and objectives of your niche. We talked a bit about your uh, proprietary skills. Uh, we talked about investing in the right people, your employees, and that they're an investment, and they're making an investment in you as well. And now I want to get into bootstrapping. So funny, I had no idea. And I don't know if anybody's seen this, Google bootstrapping, figure out what it is. I'm going to tell you. But, you know, get your own. I think we all have our own perspective after we read it. So take take a look and read it. And bootstrapping is taking the money. If you're somebody that working nine to five and you want to start, and it's so big right now, but I think we don't use the term bootstrapping anymore. But if you're a person that works a nine to five and you're investing a portion or any part of your own personal money, into your business, and you're bootstrapping. If you're a person that just got some money sitting up and you invest it into your business, you're bootstrapping. Okay, so this is where no loans and all that kind of stuff come in. But, but I found another way, right? I found I needed. I didn't want to go back to work. I did not want to go back to a nine to five because it was too much strain for me to build my business. And I learned this over the years. That I'm never ever going to have a full-time business if I continue to 
wake up at 7 o'clock and get to my office by 8.30, have my coffee, sit at my desk, start working by 9 a.m., answering questions, burning myself out for somebody else, right? Because I need another way. I need to be creative in making this amount of money that I make here so I can live, build my business. So my hours, I was looking at the time, right? So when I say consider bootstrapping your business in a creative way, I mean, find something that you can do. And right now, what I love about what's happening right now in 2022, I think this wave really hit in 2016, 2016, 17, 18. I, I was like watching, right? So when I left my job in 2017, I was an Uber driver. I was like, you know what? This is how I'm going to do it. So I would wake up my regular time, like 6 a.m., and I would go, you know, get myself together, probably 5 a.m., wake up early, super early, 5 a.m., 6 a.m., I will get myself together, 6.30, I'm like, all right, 6.30, 7 o'clock, I will be walking out the door to start driving, right? One, I ain't want to be stuck in Center City driving. I want to drive in the county, keep the ride short, um, and I had a goal. What I did was I set a goal to make the same exact amount that I'm, and I didn't make a whole bunch of money when I was working, but I, I'm it wasn't bad money, it was probably good. But, you know, I, I felt like I can make the same amount, the same dollar amount I make here driving for four to six hours and then had the rest of my day to go build my business, right? So I would get up. And, you know, when you're driving, I don't know how many Uber drivers or Lyft drivers or whatever, who driving or delivering or whatever you're doing. As an Uber driver, I would say I was a Lyft driver because I ain't using much Uber. Uber was like serious. You had to you had to be working. But anyway, Lyft driving for Lyft and Uber, I had the I had a plan. So I would get I don't know how this happened to me. I guess you know just right place, right time. I end up getting a lot of the clinics um, who actually provided transport. And what they were doing was getting the Lyft and Uber drivers. And they really, I think they're just more with Lyft. So I would get up early 6, 7, 8. I'm, I'm out, I'm driving. I would get that one pickup. And it was a pickup and drop off. And there was another, it would, that would be followed by a pickup and drop off. The algorithm did was allow me another ride during that person's wait time. And by the time I'm finished with that next ride, I would be on my way back to that person, which was like crazy. And by the time I get back to that person and drop that person off, then that facility would put in another uh, call or another request from right from the facility, and I'd be back and forth just with that one facility all day. And I did that. And I'm going to say, I honestly, with just doing that and then some tips, made, I reached my goal almost every day. I reached my goal. And I did this for about a year. Um, I would get to the office. Um, I was able to make my goal amount uh from i would say six to twelve so from about seven let's say seven as well because i never really got for this damn who am i kidding so about seven thirty i was able to you know really get the money that i wanted for the day i didn't handle big giant goal you know i had about a 200 hundred dollar goal set per day and um i was able to reach my goal i was able to reach my goal and go into the office and the, the fun fact is I was okay with waking 175 because more than likely I already had clients booked. 
or I would use it as an opportunity to, you know, driving and talking to people. It was kind of like networking for me. I felt I was talking to people in the car or whatever, letting them know what I do. And I would also uh, market it by putting it in my bio. So when, you know, a lot of people used to read who's driving me around, who's picking me up. And they would read their bio and just say, oh, I see here that you do this. And you're like, yeah, now it starts a conversation. And conversation sparks. You don't know who's who. I met some, like, really phenomenal people in there. And just driving them to their office, not knowing it's the CEO of this. He's just taking an Uber today because he just dropped his car off at the shop. You, you never know who you're going to meet. And I took advantage of all those opportunities, which uh, allowed me to the flexibility to run my business the way I wanted to run my business. Um, although I didn't open at 9 a.m., I had to open it from 12 noon. I worked in my office from 12 to 5 or 12 to 6. And um, I, I was... I felt good. I felt good because I felt like I was putting something big into myself. I had a few clients that would book appointments and come see me on certain days, which was cool, which generated additional income. So a lot of times I was actually making more money than I made on a work every day um, for the most part. And it just, it made sense. It just simply made sense. Um, and I was, I was happy. I was in a great space. Um, my office was in... Listen, we're going to talk about location, okay? That We're going to talk about location. But, you know, I, I, I love the space that I created. So if you follow me, you've probably seen some of the spaces, some of the office spaces that I've had. Um, I moved a lot because location is everything. I'm going to say that location is everything, everything. If you're looking to grow your business and you deal with people, location is everything, Okay. And that's a, I feel like that's a whole nother show, but I'll try to jump back into this. Um, so I didn't end up moving a lot um, in the beginning of my business because I needed a good location. I needed a location that made sense. I didn't find a location that made sense until the pandemic was about to crash on us, right? So the beginning of the pandemic, I found a good location and end up, you know, it was life changing for me. But the locations that I had, you know, shout out to them. It was affordable, reasonable, good spaces, but it wasn't conducive to my business growth. Okay, I'm going to say that. And again, it's all about the customers or the clientele that you want, you know. So with my online presence, my my work ethic, my skill set, I was able to attract a certain type of client. But my location threw that off, took a lot of opportunities away from me or, you know, was a disadvantage for me. And I had to really rethink that. So that was a big pivot for me, um, changing my location, you know. And, and it worked. It worked. It definitely worked. So, again, um, bootstrapping. Let me get back to the topic. Bootstrapping. And your business in a creative way. Make sure you 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 need funds. You know, not a lot of times we think we can get in the business. And I've seen a lot of people. Like I said, I have another. I have a franchise that I own, and it, it allowed me to a lot of people um, get some additional money. Rather, it's because they were able to save more because they weren't uh, traveling, going out every day, whatever the situation was. They had some some extra cash. And they invested in the business, but they didn't have a plan, you know. And a lot of people say, well, you know, a business plan, 
I don't think the business plan is for you to give to investors. Because a lot of people say, well, I ain't doing no plan because I'm not getting no investors. The plan ain't for them. It's for you. The plan is, the business plan is for you to be organized, for you to take a look at and figure out what you're going to do. Because what I'm seeing is a lot of people starting businesses. You ain't got no more. How are you going to have a business with no marketing budget? And let me get into my business, okay? So you want to think about how you're going to pay for everything. It's not about having a storefront or a website because a lot of times you have a website. If you ain't got no traffic to it, it don't matter. It don't matter. And if you can't even find out how much traffic you're getting or not getting to your website, it don't matter. It don't matter. What's the use of having it? You know? And I say this not to sell SEO, because y'all know I'm an SEO expert, but <laughs> just the fact that that's what SEO does. It helps you to get traffic. It helps to monitor, not only get the traffic, but to I tell people, even if you can't afford a big SEO plan, get something done, so or at least get your website traffic monitored. If you don't know anything about that, then, hey, give me a call. That's what I'm here for. That's what my company does. But don't not get those things. You need marketing. You need to know that the marketing that you are doing is working. How many leads do you generate? Where are your leads coming from? Who's your target audience? Who's your target market? Are you reaching them in any way? Are you reaching the wrong people? Are you reaching people that that you didn't even realize you were reaching that's interested in your, your business, your services or whatever, but you just didn't know? So it's important that in your business. So bootstrapping is a creative way um, to take out, um, is a creative way to invest in your business but also be creative with it. Be creative by understanding that a lot of these marketing agencies, I don't know, I might be lying, but my marketing agency, we offer financing. We offer small business financing. We offer um, e-commerce financing. We offer ways for new startups to get funds to help them to, to do some more marketing, some additional marketing, some better marketing, right? And I feel like and you can also take those budgets and put them into other things. This is why I tell people who are working with me, I do a lot of different things. We offer a lot of services. I have a lot of different partners that I've, I've grown with, and we're able to make sure that you get everything you need. So working with a consultant who has the proper resources, again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, this is the time now to go ahead and either holler at me right now while I'm on the line at 515-605-9364 or Book your appointment, your one-on-one with me. It's free for 20 minutes. I do time and I will be done. But make sure that you you get your questions answered if you don't know. It's not many consultants out here that will give you some free time either. So make sure that you take advantage while I can because my hands might get tied. I'm, you know, I'm constantly pivoting my business and growing and trying to move in a different direction. I'm trying to get out here to put these web, these um, the webinars, the um come out and just do a little more public speaking and engagement in the community to let people know that these things exist and why you actually need them. You can benefit, and this is my last part of the topic, but you can definitely benefit from having a business consultant. A lot of, again, I'm running into people over and over again who think they don't need a consultant in any way, and they just, you know, I can Google it. Well, go ahead and Google because everything on Google ain't like that. It ain't always so make sure you you find somebody that you can trust that you can talk to to help you find your way. I have friends who are just genuinely friends, and they call me and ask me questions. They do exactly what I do. They do exactly what I do. I'm telling you. It's the crazy thing is, 
I'm not going to benefit from hoarding information from them and they do exactly what I do because they got a different target. They got a different audience. They got a different set of people that they sell their services to that will never come to me. And I'm okay with that. So let's meet up. Let's sit over coffee and talk a little bit more about, you know, better tactics, more of the latest trends, um, having additional objectives more creative ways of of growing our business and making additional money or working together, right? We all, you're going to face challenges in business. Okay, let me say that again. You are going to face challenges in business. This is not uh, end-all, be-all where it's just going to be perfect. You got all your stuff popping and you just going to have this great business. No, no, no. It's, it's not, it's just not how it works. It's not how it works, right? So as you face your challenges, because they're coming, they're going to come. And they're going to be difficult. Like, you know, the biggest challenge was financial. And it's not. It's not. It wasn't for me anyway. Let me say that. I thought it would be the finances. That wasn't the biggest challenge. Of course, it was a challenge. It's always a challenge when it comes to financials. But then I didn't realize, okay, what was stopping me? I had, I kept investing and investing and investing in my business and put in, investing time, energy, money, um, <laughs> relationships, you name it. I was investing it in my business, right? But I didn't realize I was in a bad location. The people who wanted to meet with me in person and see me come into my my office or see my office online and said, that's beautiful. I want to come in and meet you or come in and have a one-on-one and sit down with you. May have been scared to come to where I was. I was in the hood. I was I was in the hood deep where you might come up to my office and be shot. <laughs> you might, you could, anything could happen outside. Your car might get towed, anything. Like, I was in a bad space. Um, the office inside, once you got inside, you were safe. It was, it was good looking. But the neighborhood was not for the people that I catered to. So they were like, oh, what's your address? And they would, oh, goodness, girl, I was outside, let me tell you. So, you know, when I go, I'm just jumping into back into the location. That was one of the challenges I dealt with and realized I could get something a little more upscale for the same price, just had to look harder. You know, I kind of took what came to me at the time, and then I, I called myself upgrading. I moved to another location, and where within weeks, it was like everybody around here was just getting killed. It was like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. So I was like, oh, you know what? Nobody's coming to see me here. And I was paying a fortune for this place. Um, and it was crazy. It was like, oh, my gosh, um, this is this not going to work neither. My clientele is not going to come here. And the place was, when I say splendid, it was beautiful, just, just perfect. But I wasn't going to get it. And I invested so much. I I lost so much money moving in an place. And, you know, it, it felt good, but it wasn't, that wasn't it. And I, I took my time and I started to look. And I realized, I came to the realization that location was my challenge. That was my biggest challenge. And I'm like, okay. And I say handle your challenges gracefully because you can't get mad at yourself. That money gone. You spent it. It's over. That money is gone. You made that decision to move in there. You made the decision to be in that location. And you can't control what happens around in that area. 
and you can't control somebody's spirit. You can't force people to come see you in that location because you're comfortable. Because you from, I'm from the hood. I'm from uh, North Philly. So I can walk, I took my office being in North Philly at that time. I was in Southwest, but at one point, but then I moved to North Philly. I don't know what I was thinking. I end up in North Philly and I was like, well, I'm comfortable here because I felt at home. But my clientele was not coming to where I was. Like, they just, they like, no, like you near Pike Street. This, like, they, no, not doing it. Cool. Understood. So I knew that my location was a part of my challenge and I had to find a medium, a, a location that I can one afford and a location that was convenient for all of my clientele, no matter what, right? Uh oh, y'all heard that it's time me to get off here. So uh with that being said, I do feel like and I don't have to get into my last topic of why you could benefit from a consultant. I believe I Threw it out there a lot throughout this uh, one-hour segment here. And I just want to invite you to contact. Um, again, my company is My Biz Consulting. Uh, we can start there. Um, I do get a free 20-minute consultation where we can talk about your business and um, figure out a direction, a strategy. I will help you build a strategy. Um, and that's that's the key, building a strategy, knowing what's next, and getting your business on track the right way. Um, I don't pretend to know everything. I do have a lot of resources that I call out to if necessary for all niches. So, you know, let's give it a try. Let's see what works for you. This wasn't a sales pitch. I just kind of wanted to get on here and talk to you all today. So, again, you can follow me on social media. My business page is My Biz Consulting. Um, I'm Jamila Larry. Check out my website at mybizconsulting.net. It's everything that I offer um, and anything that catches your interest, feel free to give me a call. Thank you for tuning in. I'm out of here now. My time is up, and they already canceled me. So, you know, it's been a pleasure. I hope you all well. Best of luck in your businesses. Have a wonderful, wonderful Sunday. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.